0: As always, it's so good to be with you, and we've got some special celebrations today. We always enjoy those times, and we got got 40 men over here. I really They've been in a retreat since yesterday morning, and we're really proud of you. They've been roughing it. You know what roughing means? That's what my dad used to say. We're going to rough it. They had to sleep on the floor over in the uh, Parish Life Center last night, but uh, you know what's really roughing it? They took their cell phones away. (laughs) No phones, you know, sort of a sort of a blackout. But I did understand they had to make one concession. They got to watch the UK basketball game last night. So, uh, you know, there's some things you just can't do without. And so I guess we got that. We're so glad that you're here and all of our first graders today as we have this commitment I want us to spend just a couple of moments this morning looking at uh, today's gospel reading on the Beatitudes. If you, if you look at the readings we've been going through since the first of January, there's a progressive nature to them in the sense that we, we begin with the great proclamation that the Messiah has now been born to what we call the final day of when we go to be with the Lord forever in a place that is called heaven and it truly is a beautiful place now Jesus is going to describe for us what are some of the characteristics of those who are citizens so to speak of the heavenly kingdom and he begins to talk about these in what's called the Beatitudes attitudes, somebody said, uh, one, one way I like it is, be attitudes. You know, here's attitudes. It's, it basically says it, adopting certain attitudes in life. Because these attitudes will, as you live them out, as you practice them, and as they become habits in your life, they assist you and help you in growing in your faith with God and uh, being able to speak, so to speak, to make it to heaven. And uh, Jesus is going to give us those. The literal definition of a beatitude is bliss. Anybody like a little more bliss in their lives today? A little bit of joy? Well, that's what they mean. And Jesus was as serious as he could be. See, what he was saying is, you want bliss in this life? You're going to get it in the next life. You want some in this life? You want reasonable bliss? Live these attitudes live these habits, live these virtues in your life, and you'll be amazed. You'll find uh, how strong and how resilient you are to dealing with whatever might come across your way and how wonderful that is. And so our calling in life, so to speak, is to nurture these things, to take them in, to nurture them, and then live them out. And as we live them out, and we live them out more fully, we find bliss, we find joy. And, th- and that's God for you, isn't it? He never, he never disappoints. God never, ever disappoints. So uh, let's look at these, these characters, uh, qualities, these attributes that are so important in our lives. And then what I want you to do as we listen to them is sort of ask, your, do sort of a little bit of a self-evaluation and ask yourself, well, am I, do I exhibit that characteristic in my life? You know, do I? Or what, what about it? Well, let's go through them. Basically, what you have is Jesus is going to give you eight. He's going to give you eight of them. And then he says, when you live out these eight, this is what you're going to get. When he talks about going to heaven. See if you don't see that. Here are the, the B attitudes. Humble. Be a humble person. A repentant person, gentle person, a person who hungers for God, that thirst for God. Merciful, an undivided heart, meaning I'm not pulled between God and what I want to do myself, God and self kind of thing, but they're one and they're moving in one direction. And not only the heart, but also Jesus talks about an undivided life. You know, we're so scattered today, and we're so pulled in so many directions, it's hard to have any sense of focus in our lives about what it is that we're about. And then the other one is patience, patiently enduring suffering as persecution. So how do those fit in your life? You know, would you say, yeah, that pretty well describes me, or, you know, this one does, this one doesn't, I need to grow on it kind of thing well that's we all need to do that see we'll never perfect them completely in this life it's not possible it isn't possible only when we go to be in the immediate presence of God will they become perfected you might call it Um, so that's the characteristics now he's going to what he does is if you flip it you go to the end of each beatitude you find out what's the bliss and the joy what's the reward not only for uh, the bliss and joy that you will experience here on earth as you live these out in your life but also what you have to look forward to when you go to be in the presence of God you want to know what he says here's what he says live these things and it will encourage you and move you he says you will live in heaven He says, you will be consoled by God himself. You will inherit heaven. You will be filled in your hunger and your thirst for righteousness. God will show you mercy. We shall see God face to face. We shall experience incomprehensible peace. And we will take up residence in heaven. Anybody want any of that? Boy, I do. That's where I. That's what I want. That's where I want to go. But I want to start living them today, because that's really important. And so I want to encourage you, wherever you are today. Maybe pick one of them, and grow in it. See, let these things become habits. That's 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 where we initial we ultimately want them to become, is we adopt them as sort of our lifestyle. They're the habits that that we live in our lives. And as we do, we draw closer and closer to God. God bless you.